The Much More Magnificent Seven. This is a story called The Much More Magnificent Seven. You have probably heard of a group of cowboys called the Magnificent Seven, but the Magnificent Seven were nothing compared to the Much More Magnificent Seven, a group of seven truly gifted and fabulous individuals named Connor, Erica, Jack, Ashling, Natalie, Neera, and Evan. As our story begins, Connor and Erica are trying to summon Connor's pet dragon. Connor has trained his dragon to do all sorts of fancy tricks. Even though Connor's dragon has managed to master sitting, rolling over, making funny noises, and baking pancakes with his fiery breath, he is still quite shy, so he doesn't always like to come out. In fact, he may only appear when he hears Erica calling out a super-special dragon greeting in her friendly and calming voice, while beating her friendly and calming drum. Hiya! 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 She calls. Connor's dragon seems to be particularly shy today. Fortunately, Natalie is amazing with animals. One of her best friends in the world is her dog, Biscuit. Natalie loves her dog so much that she even shares her food with him. Or, well, at least she doesn't seem to mind when Biscuit steals it from her. The dragon shows the children all of the tricks he's learned from Connor, but after all that activity, toing and froing and upping and downing, the dragon is very thirsty. He uses his claw to make the love sign for drink. Now, if the dragon had done a love sign to communicate his thirst to the Magnificent Seven, then they wouldn't have had the faintest idea what he was talking about. But this is the much more Magnificent Seven, so you may be darn sure that there is someone here who understands love. Not only do they understand it, they can communicate using love too. Jack signs OK to the dragon and follow me as he leads him to a pond so he can drink. Now, if you know Jack, then you probably also know that he adores mischief. Whenever he is near a body of water, he likes to pull off his hearing aid or his glasses and throw them in. Jack loves throwing glasses so much that his granddad, Tommy, who is one of his favourite people, made Jack a pair of glasses tied to the end of a string. So, now, whenever Jack gets the temptation to fling his spectacles, he can pull the string to get them right back. As Jack waits for the dragon to have his drink, he just can't resist it. He throws his glasses right into the centre of the pond. But as he tries to pull the string to get his glasses back, they seem to be stuck on something. But what could they be stuck on? Some reeds? A sunken boat? Trapped inside the belly of a trout? Out of all the children in the much more magnificent seven, Ashling and Natalie are the ones that love water the most. 
They make their unicorns giddy up and they ride to the water's edge. Natalie and Ashling dive into the water and swim downwards, following Jack's string right to the bottom of the pond. But what are Jack's glasses caught under? There's something glowing from the pond bed. Oh my goodness, think Natalie and Ashling. It's a star! Natalie and Ashling fetch the star and the glasses and bring them back to the surface. Oh, thank you so much for dragging me out of that pond, says the star. I thought I was going to be stuck at the bottom forever. You really saved me. You're very welcome, said Nera. Uh, but how did you end up at the bottom of the pond? The star explains that uh, he had wanted to be a star on Earth instead of just a star up in the sky. The star said that there were rumours in the sky about stars on Earth having an amazing life. He had heard that stars get to wear makeup, be in movies and on stage, they play sports, and everybody cheers for them and applauds and throws flowers and screams, We love you! He said it made him sad because no one even waves at the stars up in the sky. But then, as the star was on his way down to Earth, he realized that there were two meanings for the word star, and he had gotten it all wrong. The stars he had been hearing about were celebrities, which were a different kind of star. And just as he found that out, he fell straight into the pond. The star said that he supposed he might as well head off home back into the sky. The children all felt a bit bad for him. Oh, don't worry, said the star. I got to meet all of you. Uh, thank you so much for rescuing me. And because you did, I'm going to grant you all a wish. Nira came forward and told the star not to leave until the much more magnificent Seven had helped him to feel like the kind of star he wanted to be. How will we do that? asked Ashling. With makeup, said Nira. Nira loves makeup and she expertly applied her favourite bright red lipstick to the star. Oh my goodness, said the star. I really do feel... A bit like a movie star. Thank you, Nira. Next, Evan, who loves rugby and football, came forward in his unicorn carriage. He explained that the much more magnificent Seven had decided to use their wish to give the star the experience that he wanted so much, to feel like a huge celebrity with an audience of people cheering and clapping. But for that, they would need a crowd, and so that is what they had wished for. And with that, blazing lights came on, and an audience of smiling, happy people appeared. There were so many people that the star was a little overwhelmed, but Evan assured him that it would be fine. The audience were cheering and hooping, and then, knowing how much Evan loves rugby, spontaneously, they began to sing Evan's Call. The star and the much more magnificent Seven had never experienced anything quite like it. When everything finally calmed down, the very, very happy star thanked the children. He said, 
I cannot believe that you used your wish to make my wish come true. That's amazing. It's so kind. You really are much more magnificent than any other seven that I could even imagine. The star couldn't believe his luck. Tears of joy caused his makeup to run down his golden star body. He was ready to go home. Oh, said the star. How will I get back into the sky? My very well-trained dragon will help you, said Connor. Erica summoned the dragon once again. Hiya, 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 she said, and the star hopped on the dragon's back. As it swooped into the sky, the much more magnificent seven waved goodbye to their new friend. (laughs) 